the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picker Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason live on this Tuesday. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. You still haven't done it? No, you're still waiting? You still don't believe? I get it. I understand. But it's fine. Right, we'll just spend money we don't have. Uh, banks don't have the deposits that they need. But it'll all work out. Uh, just a few more downgrades today. I mean, this is, Jason, it's like a weekly thing now. Once a week, one of the major rating agencies comes out and says, okay, uh, we're going to downgrade these banks. And, and, oh, by the way, the whole banking sector they're going to have big problems, but let's just pretend it's not happening. I mean, because isn't that better? It always works out better when you pretend it isn't going to happen. So that way, when it does, you're totally unprepared. Everybody knows that's how you're supposed to do it, right? Don't prepare, right? Because it'll just be better. Obviously, that's idiotic. But how many more do you need to see? And I know, I know, I get it. It hasn't quite crashed yet. I know. Yet being the right word. You can't print money out of thin air forever. just doesn't work that way. And now people don't realize we're on a debt super cycle of money printing. Right? We've got a fake emergency lending facility for banks that every week hits a new record high. And why is it fake? Well, the Fed gives them money they, that they don't have. Right? Let's not forget the Fed doesn't have any money. And they give them money for loans, for debts, that they're actually paying significantly more than what they're actually worth. So, definition of Ponzi, definition of fake, definition of not real, it's all make-believe. Why? Why do that? Why, why live in make-believe? Well, the answer is simple. Because if they didn't, all of those banks that are borrowing from that facility, which they won't tell us who, I'll give you an idea of some of them today. They'd all go out of business. Man, and if they went out of business, well, guess what? Golly gee, Wally. People would be upset. And you know what? Uh, those three banks that went under earlier this year, uh, the FDIC didn't have anybody, did they? Nope, Janet yelling at it. Oh, no, we're going to guarantee everybody. Here's the problem. Why did they guarantee everybody? Well, because Silicon Valley Bank had a bunch of billionaires in it. That's why. 
These banks borrowing at the Fed right now, they don't have billionaires in it. They're not, you're not going to get the same treatment. Don't think that you will. And of course, it, it can't be done. But in the weekly fashion now, this time, S&P followed Moody's, who followed Fitch, and said that they as well are downgrading its credit rating and outlook on a multitude of U.S. banks. Today's announcement focusing in on those regional banks, right? The regional banks, they're an even bigger problem, right? Because they're not super big, right? They're not part of the big group. Right? They're, 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 they're these, you know, banks that, well, I'm, you know, I'm a little over a hundred billion. Right? I, I, I got a hundred billion in deposits, give or take. They're not tiny. Right? They're, they don't have, you know, a hundred million dollars. No, they got a hundred billion dollars worth of deposits. And Jason, guess what? Every one of these regional, and, and I'm, and I'm blanketing. Because there may be a few. That are okay, but the vast majority of these readers, they're all done. Yeah, and, and it's it's interesting, you know, we, we know how devalued the money is, and, and, and not a lot of people of America know this. They understand our money system, but a lot of them understand that, you know, that it's, it's, it's fiat currency. It's devalued as years go on, and people, you know, we, we buy gold and silver. You know, we do things to, to, to make our situation better, but... Right now, there's a contraction of the money. They've stopped increasing it for the first time in a long time. And everybody needs it, right, Joe? Everybody needs it. These banks you're talking about, they're not getting the money they need. They're not getting that liquidity. It's a debt money system, and they, they're having trouble getting the cash. We were talking this morning, Joe, about just not enough cash out there. Everybody's, you know, you don't know it's actually happening uh, unless you're really thinking about this every day, but you can feel it, right, Joe? Everyone can feel it. There's just less cash out there it's a, it's a it's a big money system it's like a cultish money scheme it's a ponzi scheme and everybody has to play in it we're just forced this is what the exchange is right now we have to use these right. federal reserve notes and there's just not enough of it out there joe they just turn off the spigot they're not they're not drinking it all down but they're not adding to the, the pile so it's the, the, it's, the it's happening joe and this dry, crash is coming drying up right Higher funding cost, S&P, higher funding cost. What's higher funding cost for a bank? Well, simple. To get deposits to stay, they got to pay a lot more, right? They're paying 4%, 4.5%, right? Normally, they'd be like, yeah, okay, we know the rates are going up. We're not paying that. We're, you know, we'll give you 1%. No, 4.5%. There's no money to loan. There's no. There's not enough places to, to make up for it. Troubles in commercial real estate is going to test the credit strength of these lenders. We'll start naming names when we get back. Paper Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on the Tuesday. Eight hundred nine five one zero five. To Joe and Jason on a Tuesday here. Get used to this. The Dow is down again. Get used to that. The Dow is down again. Uh, this time, uh, 113 points right now. The S&P uh, is down just a few points. And the NASDAQ, 
which has been beaten up more. They're 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 up for now uh, at uh, up about forty points. The ten year note sitting right around that four three five. It's been four three six, four three three, four three four, somewhere in that range. Uh, crude oil hanging out around eighty one dollars. Gold is higher. Silver is higher. As we uh, wait for Jackson Hole and Jay Powell, and I'm going to tell you right now, how long are you going to wait? You're going to wait until it's your bank? Is that what you're going to do? Maybe you're going to wait until after. Or maybe you're going to start taking action and understand what's happening here. Because... Uh, the reports that I have today, inflation is getting worse again. Sorry, I wish it wasn't. And this isn't me saying it. These are the actual manufacturers. Jobs. Look at what everybody's demanding for jobs. Wage inflation, which they were hoping was magically going to go away. Just the opposite. Hey, if I want to stay in business, i got to have employees that want to come to work. This is why you need to be diverse. Like, get, I don't know how many more times i got to tell you. Cannot have more money than you need in your bank right now. It's just, it's dangerous. You know, we had Joey on yesterday. Right? Hey, he had 4.7%. Heck, he's got products that can get you even more than that. Our friends at Y-Refi. What a great opportunity. Up to 10.25%. And like I said, you get to decide, listen, there, there's uh, Y-Refi, you have investment periods. You can say, well, how about for one year? I'm going to agree to let you tie up my money for one year. They'll pay you 6.25% for that year. Two years. 7.25. Right? You get that three years, 8.25, all the way to five. Now, they don't go past five. But at five years, they'll pay you 10.25% interest. It's not correlated to Wall Street. Doesn't care about interest. Doesn't care about your bank. Right? Doesn't. It's fixed. You know what it's going to look like every single day. And I know. I know. But, Joe, man, we had a really good summer, right? There was no waves. You know what we had? We had a, a lot of data that doesn't do what they say, right? I'll call it make-believe data. And we had a really bad make-believe data fall off last year, coinciding with some timely, good, make-believe data from this year to give the illusion that things were getting better. All that data is going away. Don't believe me? Ask Dicks. Macy's. Yeah, Macy's. Someone said their stock was up today. Macy's lost money. But apparently a little less than they thought. I don't know. But listen to what the retailers are saying. Everyone stopped spending. Dicks was horrific. Matter of fact, I think their stock's down 25%. That's how bad it was. Check them out. Investyrefi.com. 
You got to get your gold put away. You got to get your silver put away. You got to, you got to be diversified. You got to get your money out of that bank. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. I know. Got to have 50 grand. So that takes some people out. I get it. But if, if you can, you got to at least, at least look into what it is that they're doing. Because again, remember what we've said. The higher the rates go, the worse it's going to be. There's a reason why. Why did we go so long without these downgrades? And all of a sudden now I'm saying, oh my gosh, every week it's another downgrade. Well, they were, the problem was they thought like I did. And I was wrong. Jason was right. Joey was right. I was wrong. I really thought at 5% that'd be it. I, I already thought the, the recession would be here. That was wrong. And why all of these downgrades? Because the rating agencies are like, oh crap. These rates are going to go higher. And a lot, and they're not talking about one more quarter point. So today, S&P said, hey, we've got no choice. They called it a relentless rate hike campaign. Relentless. You know what we had? Is we had any relentless, idiotic policy from the central bank for 20 years. That's what we had. Let's, let's be real. Let's not BS. It's time to get rid of this central bank, but people don't see that. Oh my gosh, how terrible it would be. Maybe for a billionaire. They're saying that banks are being forced to pay out higher interest rates to keep depositors from fleeing. It's not working. And you know, it's funny. Did you notice the word they used? Forced. Right? Forced. I mean, think about it. The Fed's funds rate is what? Five and a quarter to five and a half, something like that. They should be paying way more than four and a half. And guess what? S&P and Moody's and Fitch, they know it and get, they're gonna. And that's going to be the problem. S&P cut the ratings on Associated Bank Corp, Valley National Bank Corp, on funding risk, higher reliance on brokered deposits. That's a problem. So these two banks in particular, S&P said, I don't know what day it's going to be. But one of these days, you're going to wake up and one of these big, what they're calling broker deposits, left. And that's going to be sayonara for them. Right? In other words, S&P is saying, hey, these regional banks, they're heavily reliant on just a couple of depositors. That's a problem. Then they said UMB Financial, Comerica Bank, Key Corp. Those are some... These are pretty decent-sized banks. Also downgraded. Why? 
large deposit outflows prevailing higher interest rates. And Jason, this is what I've talked about. This is why they're seeing all these downgrades. Interest rates, they're not done. They're going a lot higher, and this is going to be a big problem. But S&P wasn't done. They said, uh, we got more problems. We're lowering the outlook at S&T Bank and River City Bank to negative, citing commercial real estate exposure. And, of course, the ultimate doozy of it all, we continue to watch for further downgrades in the entire sector. So kind of like a fit. Hey, the whole sector sucks. Yeah, you know, I don't want to keep talking about it. Not enough money, you know. Just, just, you just keep hitting it again and again. A bank needs to have money to do the money business. I mean, you go to a, a garden store to do some landscaping at your house. You need garden supplies. What happens if you go to the garden store and there's no garden supplies there? That, that's what's happening at the banks. The banks just don't have the money. You know, Joe just used the, the term uh, outflows, you know, deposit outflows. That's a withdrawal. Deposit. Why do they call it deposit outflows? It's a withdrawal. <laughs> is that just a nice way of saying is withdrawal right. turning into this a bad is, word? This is customers going to these banks and saying to these banks, I'm taking my money out. Wire money to Y Refi. What wire money to Patriot Trading Group? Wire money to Joey at Northwestern Mutual. This is what they're saying. This is exactly what it is that they're doing. And here's the thing. For those of you that haven't done it yet, boy, I, I, you're braver than me. I, 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 and I don't know if it's bravery, stupidity, right? What, what these rating agencies are simply saying is, these banks are insolvent. That's what they're saying. I, and I know, well, they didn't, well, no, Joe, they didn't say that. You're right. They didn't. They didn't say they were insolvent. But they know. They've done the math. Right? What if this emergency lending facility wasn't there right now? How many banks would go under? How many? Yep. 500? 1,000? I don't know. Because we don't know how many are borrowing, but you got to remember, if those banks go under, how many other banks go under, right? That The whole cascading event here and what we're seeing from Fitch, from Moody's, from S&P, you got to remember, they don't, want, they don't have all the banks. Now, between the three of them, they may have the majority of the banks, right? They may wa watch, you know, Fitch doesn't watch all 4,000 banks, and neither does S&P, neither does Moody's. But the trend is clear. What they're saying is, man, these banks, when you do the math, it's not very good. Right? When you when you take all your assets, minus your liabilities, right, after EBITDA, right, that's your earnings before depreciation and taxes and all that stuff. If it's a negative number, that's not a good thing. And right now what the rating agencies are saying is a lot of these banks are posting negative numbers, Jason. Exactly. And, and uh, 
we talk about not having enough money, not, not enough liquidity, deposit outflows. You know, let me go back to Warren Buffett again. He's not. He doesn't have stacks of paper money like Scrooge McDuck in a safe. He's got, he's got that hundred and fifty million dollars sitting in a bank somewhere. So it shows you that if yeah, is it a billion? Does he have a billion? billion. One hundred fifty billion. Billion. Yeah. So so if if he's got that money parked in a bank somewhere or multiple banks, uh, it's showing you that he's getting ready for something and he's going to be in the right place, right? He's He's parking his cash and waiting for everybody's assets to crash down to nothing and so he can scoop them all up. So how long is that going to take? And, and, and how far will gold and silver go up before you really can take advantage of, of, of what's going to happen? Now, this guy doesn't do gold and silver. He's waiting for everything to die. Gold and silver is not going to be dying when these other assets are crashing. Gold and silver is going to be going up. So, so we can't all be Warren Buffett and have millions and billions of dollars sitting around waiting for everyone to their businesses to die. Right. And of course, you know Warren Buffett he doesn't keep that money in the bank. Heck, no, right. he's not dumb. Right. He's buying three month treasuries, getting five percent. Yes. Right. I mean, right, 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 three month treasuries, probably getting five and a half. <laughs> right. That's right. what he's doing. Right. The po- the point and, being, and again, though. He's got the money, Joe. He's waiting right. for for this thing to happen. It's, it's it's a very big indicator that things are going to happen in a bad way, and you need to protect yourself now. This is why you shouldn't have money in the bank. Precisely, I mean, because he's it, he's like a hawk. He's waiting for for the mouse to go run across the field, and he's going to pounce right on it, Joe. Yeah, he knows it's coming, right? He's just like ah, I just got to be a little patient. Eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two. When we get back, home sales. Well, you know where it is. Sales down again. Prices not down. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, today's special twenty dollar gold pieces. You know the pre nineteen. 33 gold and uh, why do we like it the best well because it's the most private privacy it's a big deal right you can buy it you can sell it you can trade it no 1099s no no social security forms none of that stuff it's the best way to go and it's considered a collectible by the government why is that different well Just remember, in 1933, the government confiscated gold. And then they went a step further and said, you can't even own it. It was illegal. You couldn't buy gold as an investment in 1935, 1945, 1955, 1965. The only gold the government allowed people to keep because they always leave a loophole for their friends are collectible gold coins that was it if you had collectible gold coins in 1933 you could keep them everything else you had to turn it in and then you couldn't own it again That, that, that was the law pretty simple now the government when they decided to start minting gold and silver coins, so what was the last? I think they, you know they did some special coins, 
But by and large, uh, you know, there was no gold coins minted after 1933. They took the silver out of the dimes, quarters, and half dollars after 1964. The half dollars went to, I think, what, to 1970, but they put less silver in, and then they got rid of it altogether. And then they didn't mint it anymore. But when they decided to start minting gold and silver coins again, they said any of the pre-1933 coins that were still in existence. What did they mean by that? Simply that allegedly the gold at Fort Knox, that's all the gold they took from the citizenry and melted it down into these bars. According to uh, the former director of the Mint, uh, Moy was his name, he said he went to Fort Knox and looked in there, went into one of the vaults, and said that uh, they weren't even put back into tradable bar form. The pre-33 gold that got minted down. He goes, a lot of them, you can still see like the face uh, of on the coin, right? They just, you know, melted it down just enough, I guess. It's kind of weird, but okay. But any coins that didn't get melted down, these were coins predominantly that were in Europe. Because gold was money back then. And they were sitting... Uh, in these European nations. They were considered to be collectibles. And look at today. You can do, we do tons of gold and silver IRAs. Do a ton of them. Jason will tell you this. I can put gold eagles in there. I can put buffaloes in there. I can put a gold bar in there. I can put a Krugerrand, a maple leaf. I can put, just, I can put anything in there. Panda. Guess what the one thing the government doesn't allow you to put in a gold and silver into a precious metals IRA? Pre-1933 U.S. minted gold coins. They're not allowed. Obviously because the government's not dumb. Hey, one of the first places they'll probably go, if, if they confiscate it, right, we'll go to those IRAs and say, okay, we're just taking all of this. Right, all, all of this is ours, uh, and, and the collectible coins won't be in it. That's why we like it the best. I mean, it's pretty simple. I don't know. Is the government going to confiscate gold again? you got people that argue on both sides. Look at the argument today. Right, Everyone's like, well, gosh, is the digital currency, is someone going to back it? I go, the BRICS are meeting as we speak. What are they meeting about? Hey, let's use less dollars. What are they really meeting about? I don't know if they'll say it. Hey, let's get our own currency and we should probably back it by gold. Because it makes sense. All the brick nations are all buying gold. Right? And if our if 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 this thing falls apart, which by all accounts, this is what fiat money does, it always goes to zero. Is there the potential for the government to say, you know what, we've got to do the same thing, and uh, everyone turn their golden? Yes. Yep, there is. I, you know, I, I, I hope it's unlikely, but you can't rule it out. I feel now, like there's a gold confiscation going on right now. 
with artificially does, low gold it? prices, and then the biggest gold players, buyers, uh, the central banks in these countries are buying it all up at this cheap price. Kind of feels like they're confiscating it at a very, very cheap price right now, Joe. Record amounts. Look at last year. They bought, what, 1,100 metric tons? Just central banks. A metric ton, 32,150 ounces. It's a lot of dang gold. A lot of it. Now, I don't know what the laws will be. I don't. But it kind of does stand to reason that they'll leave the collectible market alone because that's what they've always done. We don't know. But that's why we like it the best. Why, why do I like pre-33 gold over gold eagles? There's your answer. Pretty simple. Today, $20 gold pieces. So that's your big coin, right? The one-ounce variety coin, right? It's the biggest coin they made. 1 through 19, 2140. If you buy 20 or more, 2125 at 800, 951 Now, you can leave your money in the bank if you want. Well, that's up to you. But eventually, you'll wisen up. And, and eventually get some gold and silver put away. You want to get it put away, right, when, when everybody's thinking, you know, uh, still thinking soft landing, no landing, right, while well, the water's still calm. Because the water, it hasn't been calm in the last 10 days. It hasn't been calm in the last, really, three weeks. How about existing home sales today? Down again. Right at 4 million annualized rate. I can't tell you how low that is. But the problem was, the the big problem was price. Price went up, right? I mean, and again, you think about what's happening. Not a lot of supply out there. The average existing home now, over $400,000 and you got interest rates, what, approaching 8%. Man, that's a big payment. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason will be back after the break. 800 951 A big special here. $20 gold pieces. Twenty-one forty. Twenty or more. Twenty-one and a quarter. $2,125 at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up five right now. Eighteen ninety seven. Silver's up another fourteen cents. Twenty three forty eight. The Dow remains under pressure as we're going to wait uh, for, to see what comes out of the meetings at Jackson Hole. But on housing, this is this is existing home sales. So this is the big part of the market. The median price, I said average price, average price is a lot higher. The median price, $406,700. So average price probably, I don't know, well over five hundred grand, uh, right, because you got the mega mansions and all that. Uh, that was up from the 399000 uh, inventories, uh, $1.11 million. Uh, that is a three, a little about a three and a half month supply or so. Here's the problem with this number. These are closings. 
So this number reflects homes purchased mostly in May and June before the rates really shot up. So I anticipate this barely 4 million number to go even lower. I think we're going to see numbers below 4 million, which is hard to imagine. That's that's really, really low. We're going back to 08, 09, 2010. We're going back to the housing crisis lows and getting ready to take those out. I mean, today, I know mortgage rates now are over 7.5, and, and by all accounts, I would expect in the next 60 days, I would not be shocked to see an 8% plus mortgage rate, Jason. Yeah, that's right. And uh, if we see any more hiking going on, if the, if the news uh, turns the Fed to wanting to boost rates more, we're not too far away, Joe. He could, he could see 10%. He could 10% mortgage rates. I, for some reason, I just, I don't know, I just I get this vision that that's where we're headed. Just, we're just going to end up, uh, if the inflation doesn't go away, it's all about the inflation. Really, that's all it comes down to. They're ready to stop raising rates. They're ready to print and have a party and try to kick the can down the road one more time. But you got that, you got a Fed, you know, its own mandate. It has to show that it's trying to, to control the inflation. And if it gets, keeps on moving, 9% mortgages, 10% mortgages, maybe well, even 11% mortgages. Let's let's think about it here. We had a rate hike weeks ago. We got another meeting coming up in what 3 weeks or so. The 10-year note was at 385. 38, 385. We're now at 435. What happened? Well, it's like I told you. See, they pulled all these little tricks to make things appear better. One of the tricks the Treasury and the Central Bank did, and the Fed, is they sold all this debt in short-term notes. Short-term funding. Why would they do that? Well, because if there's not a lot of long-term debt out there, people will take less just to get it because there's not that much. That's over now. Matter of fact, the funding, so much of the debt has to be rolled over now. They had to stop doing it, and now they've got to issue way more 10-year notes, 20-year notes, 30-year notes. And what's happening Well, at the auctions, they're like, well, I'll buy it. But I'm not taking 385, right? Heck, I'm not taking four. I'm not taking four and a quarter, right? Eventually, it's going to be, well, uh, how about 5%, 6%, right? And this is what Jason's talking about. We can have mortgage rates going up, and the Fed... By all accounts right now, and I'm telling you, the Fed does not want to raise rates in three weeks. They want to do this every other meeting, BS. The, the, the mortgage rates shouldn't keep rising, yet Jason, every week, what do they do? They go a little higher. And then the next week, they go a little higher. Why are they going higher every week? 
Because every week they got to sell more and more of them. And this is why we're talking about, hey, 8% in the cards. But Jason's right. Listen, don't rule out 9 or 10%. You can't rule that out. Uh, any hiccup in this economy, any hiccup. And people can be like, you know, I know, I know. I know the last auction I said I'd take six. I'm not taking six. I want eight. Right? If they want eight, that means mortgages are what? Ten and a half, right? Jason, this is the problem because no matter what happens now, the amount of debt that needs to be continuously rolled over is growing like it's like an avalanche of debt that's coming into the markets right now. That's right. That's right. And it's, it doesn't seem like the small guy is able to take advantage of these higher interest rates. It's just guys with bigger bags of money that are able to take advantage of some of these interest oh, rates. The right, small Joe? guy gets crushed by these rates. Hey, I, I've got I've got credit card debt. I don't have a savings. I don't have extra money in the bank at the end of the month. Right? I've got I've got four or five hundred dollars left. I, I I'm not getting four percent or four and a half percent. I don't have that kind of money. Right, I got a car payment. I got to get a new car. Right, I got to, the, the rent just went up because the landlord had to redo his mortgage, and now he's got to pay more. All of these factors are, are why it is that these higher rates crush the majority of Americans out there. That's why they all want more money. Right, hey, $80,000 is like the new $40,000. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back to wrap it up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Final segment here on this Tuesday. Twenty dollar gold pieces one through nineteen at twenty one forty. Twenty or more at twenty one and a quarter. We are getting the first of the comments coming out of the BRICS summit in South Africa, and. Somehow, the number of countries there, I thought it was supposed to be 40 nations. That was wrong. 60 heads of state are in South Africa. Chinese President Xi Jinping. I believe that this summit of the leaders of the member countries of the association will be an important milestone and the history of the development of the BRICS mechanism. Hmm. Right? What is he talking about? A BRICS currency? A, right? The, tra- the new trading block? It will strengthen cohesion and cooperation among developing countries to an even higher level. level. According to the Financial Times, China will push these nations to become a full-scale rival of the G7. So this is from the Financial Times that China is going to be pushing the BRICS block to rival and become a full-scale rival to the G7, Jason. That's some pretty lofty goals right there. That's kind of saying, hey, you know what? Uh, we're back to maybe, or want to get back to, hey, there's not one power in the world. 
there's two powers of the world, the U.S. and the G7, and then China with the BRICS. Uh, the fact that 60 nations are there uh, tells you all you need to know. And, of course, uh, you've got the, the oil nations there. Saudi Arabia is there. United Arab Emirates is there. Venezuela is there. Uh, they're, they're Brazil, obviously, which is part of BRICS. Jason, a lot of what we would call the up-and-comers, China, India, right, Russia, uh, they're, they're all there, and then they've gobbled up the next biggest group, which is these oil uh, oil rich nations? That's right. That's right. So we'll we'll we're gonna watch and see. Uh, I, I I lots of guys on the internet are are pointing to this big meeting as being a big huge step towards you know a a competing currency backed by gold. But uh, I think it's going to be more about talk and solidifying positions. And, and Joe said this morning to me that it's more about de-dollarization. You know, yeah. locking arms against the dollar more than it is about a gold backed currency. But you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes, Joe. I'm going to tell you right now that it's pretty simple here. China's talking about they want to expand BRICS to have a similar portion of the world GDP as the G7 does. Uh, so th- this is really uh, the first time that I've heard, okay, this is how big we want to be. Uh, we want to have... Uh, it, you know, the same GDP power that the G7 has. And of course, we got to remember that means these countries will not, will not be trading with each other in dollars. That's a, that's a lot less dollars. Again, you talk about why rates are going so high and why they can go higher. Well, here you go. There's going to be a lot less countries wanting to buy a lot less treasury debt at these auctions if they're successful. And by all accounts, that's a pretty damn good start. 60 countries showed up. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.